Blog Talk Radio. BDPAI Radio showcases IT entrepreneurs, technology experts, and computer science academics. We highlight people with a passion for educating our youth in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. BDPAI Radio Show serves the BDPA members, sponsors, entrepreneurs, educational institutions, and the black community. BDPAI Radio, linking business, education, and technology. Well, hello. How are you doing uh, today? I'm Everaldo Gallimore, and I'm the technology engineer and uh, co-host with Fran McNeil. And so I'll be interviewing today, and today we have Dr. Daly, Dr. Sandra Daly. She's the assistant professor at Clemson University, and I'll be uh, sharing her bio with you now. So Dr. Daly is an assistant professor in the School of Computing at Clemson University, directing the Interpersonal, Interpersonal Technologies Lab. She received her master's and doctorate from Massachusetts Institute of Technology, Media Lab, where her doctoral work with the Effective Commuting Group involved design and implementation of technology-infused learning environment that provides youth an opportunity to learn about themselves, others, and to gain insight into interpersonal dynamics. It sounds like a mouthful. Sandra Daly has been recognized as a 2013 Emerging Scholar, Emerging Scholar by Diverse Issues in Higher Education. The magazine said Daly, uh, Issues in Higher Ma- Education. The magazine said Daly is an educational technologist whose interpersonal interdisciplinary training enables her to blend cutting-edge science and engineering with sophisticated pedagogical ideas to design and learning technologies. Dr. Daly has earned 2013 BDPA Epsilon Award in the Most Promising Technologies category. So, Dr. Daly, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Did I get that um, that last talk right? Uh, um, yeah, it was just fine. Okay. So, uh, the um, the magazine um, issues in higher learning. I believe that's the magazine emerging scholarships. It's uh, I, I diverse don't know. issues it's, in it's, higher education is the oh, and, magazine, right, right. and they recognize okay. emerging scholars each year. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, um, Dr. Daly, how did you first find out about BDPA? Yeah, so I found out about BDPA through the chair of my department uh, here at Clemson University. I'm in the Human-Centered Computing Division, and uh, my chair's name is Dr. Juan Gilbert. He's a lifetime member of BDPA, and he encouraged me to learn more about the organization, uh, mostly because of a longtime interest I've had in supporting students and entering STEM fields. So uh, once he pointed me to the organization, he also mentioned about the Epsilon Awards, uh, and 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 thought that I might be a good candidate for one of them. So that was my my first introduction. Mhm. Okay. Mm. That's that's 
That's pretty um, interesting. Why were you selected for the Epsilon Award? Well, first off, it's it's such an honor to have received this award, and I'm I'm really excited that the panel looked at my nomination letter and decided to select me. I did have a chance to see my my nomination letter, and it, it cited a few things that I've been a part of in my career thus far. So I figured I'd just kind of say those things since that's what the panel looked at. The first, I think, was that I was the second black woman to receive my Ph.D. from the Media Lab uh, at MIT. Um, Mm. Also, when I was there, I I worked in the Affective Computing Group under the direction of Rosalind Picard. We were uh, designing a wrist-worn sensor to collect skin conductance information, and that actually gives you insight into a person's emotional arousal. So the the best way to describe that is to say anytime you experience an emotion, you sweat. And we were developing a sensor technology that now has a U.S. patent uh, to it that can pick up uh, on this. And I'm using it currently in my research to try to help pre-service teachers understand how their students are responding in the classroom context so that they can evaluate their own teaching practices. And the last thing the nomination letter mentioned is just that I've worked for a very long time, either through research or participating in other activities or volunteering to help increase the number of minorities and women in science and technology. Wow, that that practice and that um, type of technology sounds fascinating. Um, I have quite never heard anything about that. It's very physical. Um, and you say you are currently using that yourself? Uh, yeah, the you mean the, the sensor technology? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I that use that in a, a few of my projects. Um, it's a it's a mm-hmm. measure that's been around for a very long time. Um, the, mm-hmm. the unique thing in the sensor that we developed is that it was wrist-worn, so you could wear it uh, anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, my group uses it now. Um, it Again, anytime you experience emotion, you sweat. And so we think mm-hmm. of, of different ways where it might be valuable for a person to either understand that about someone else or to understand that about themselves. So um, uh, just the ways that technology can, can use that to make people more either emotionally aware or uh, aware of others' emotions. Mm, that sounds very usable in, in many areas great technology and you you said you were the first black woman to win that award um no i was i was the first black woman to get my phd um from the media lab at mit oh um the 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 sensor technology was just something that i worked on as a graduate student at the media lab okay okay Mm, great so tell us what uh lessons what or at least what two lessons would you have uh would you like to share with uh, our audience um uh since, sure. since this experience yeah so i i think that one lesson i've learned by volunteering for different projects um where they're using either web based things or other other video or or whatever where they're wanting to encourage young students to enter computing engineering um, is just the power of showing up and how that can be encouraging to those around you. It's really been amazing for me to be able to hear stories of young women who had a very different view of 
what computing is and uh, what somebody might look like that or act like even that's in this field. And so it's been great to see some of those opinions and perceptions of young women change uh, when I meet them and get to interact with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think the the biggest thing though that I've I've probably learned in the past five or so years, especially being uh, up at the media lab, is that you you don't necessarily have to give up one passion in order to pursue another. Um, I've I've found that there are lots of creative ways of of combining ideas. Um, for example, I've been a dancer for right at twenty years now. And I'm, I'm working on a project with some of my colleagues um, in the School of Computing as well as the School of Education to create a three-dimensional dance environment where students mm-hmm. can program a 3D character to dance. So imagine a student using a computer programming language to actuate a dancer and then being able to perform with it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's just been my way of, you know, still working on helping trying to broaden participation in computing, but bringing in another passion of mine and being not having to lay that aside. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, well, you know, I, I know you kind of covered this question uh, a little earlier, but, but um, again, I'm going to ask, what technology trend or resource would you like to share with our um, our audience? At this time. Right. Well, the, you know, the sensor is one, but I'd, I'd actually like to um, uh, it's, it point everyone to, to something else. Um, you know, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. a lot of my work has been about encouraging young students to enter computing, um, and there's, you know, there's just lots of resources out there to help support that and, and lots um, that people don't necessarily know about. And one current resource that I'm really excited about, and it's actually coming out of my department, is a YouTube-based documentary-slash-reality series um, about my division, uh, Human-Centered Computing Division at Clemson. It's called Lab Days, so L-A-B-D-A-Z-E. And every Thursday um, we release a new episode uh, online uh, through the website on YouTube. And it covers all kinds of things to, like, what graduate student life is like, how to balance it, what kinds of research is done in human-centered computing, what are the things that you might expect, you know, being a student in this field. And I think it's really going to be a great resource to point uh, younger students to um, as we begin to develop more episodes. So my my chair of my department um, leads that up, and I'm just – uh, kind of honored to be a part of it here and there, uh, but I, I wanted to bring that up as a, a great resource for people to see. And that's uh, called Lab Days. Lab Days, mm-hmm. and the lab website days. is just labdays dot com. L a b d a z e dot com. Okay. Well. Okay, that sounds really wonderful. Um, that sounds great. Um, so. That would dovetail into what I want to ask you next about what leadership trends and uh, resources would you share? Yeah, and 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 actually, it, it, it dovetails well since Lab Days is about human-centered computing, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. in the academy in general, there is a big trend in computing towards having researchers that can you know better communicate and work across disciplines. And mm-hmm. at Clemson, we have a relatively new PhD program um, called Human-Centered Computing. 
Um, it's an emerging field which is focused on understanding how to design, build, and evaluate computational technologies as they relate to the human condition and how those affect society. So it's really all about the interaction between humans and technology, and our students are taking courses in psychology, they're taking courses in business and education, um, but they're also taking, um, you know, the courses that computer science students would normally take, and they're fusing these things together to come up with really new and inventive ways to address real-life societal issues, and then on top of that, learning how to evaluate it. So I think this is um, a trend moving forward where we're going to see more and more of these types of departments. Um, uh, Georgia Tech already has one. Uh, University of Maryland has one as well. But there's other places as well um, that are similar to Clemson and, and of course, the Media Lab um, that are beginning to, to do these things and, and really take a human-centered uh, approach to the kind of technologies that are being designed. Mm. 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 Oh, sounds great. Uh, so we're going to take a quick commercial now, and what I would like to do, uh, Dr. Daly, is um, when I get back in the remaining minutes, you could share some of one of you, some of your final thoughts with our sponsors. Okay. Okay. With us and our sponsors. Okay. Thank you. What do Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, and Mark Zuckerberg have in common? They all learned computer coding before high school. Fun Mutation has taught more than 1,000 kids to code through their summer tech camps. Fun Mutation uses their trademark team's approach so that kids can experience technology, engineering, arts, math, and sciences in a fun and non-threatening way. Tech camps run only during the summer. So register now at www.funmutation.com or call 216-378-9035. Sorry, to keep the camps fun, no adults allowed. Fun Mutation Academy, LLC, making the world computer smarter. BDPA Education and Technology Foundation, a nonprofit organization that exists for the sole purpose of funding BDPA programs, scholarships, and services around the nation. Follow us on Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash BDPA Foundation, or Twitter, www.twitter.com forward slash BDPA. Okay, we're back, and um, I'm here talking with Dr. Daly, Dr. Chandra Daly. And um, so, Dr. Daly, in the remaining minutes, could you uh, share with uh, our audience some of your final thoughts for BDPA members and their sponsors? Uh, sure. Um, I, I guess I should really just say, you know, uh, thank you again for Mm -hmm. selecting me uh, for the Epsilon Award as most promising technology. Um, I hope that, you know, some of the ideas that I'm putting together and, and coming up with and collaborating with some really great people with um, will be able to, uh, you know, make that a reality, that we'll, you will really push some fun things out there. Uh, I'm excited to uh, be at Clemson, and I look forward to continuing relationships with, with BDPA and um, the chapters in Atlanta and Columbia, South Carolina. Well, 
Okay, well, thank you so much for being on the show, uh, Dr. Sandra Daly. Um, and uh, I'm sure Fran McNeil would love to have you back on the show. I'm sure when she gets around to it, she'll have uh, some uh, more uh, um, in-depth questions for you. And I look forward sure. to uh, talking to you again. So okay, once thank again, you. thank you. Thank you very much. So that's it, uh, folks. Um and uh, next week, our next show, uh, I mean, our next month's show will be, uh, uh, see the date coming up, I believe it's October 24th, and um, we'll hear from you, we'll, you'll hear from us then. So, again, thank you very much, and good night. BBPAI Radio, linking business, education, and technology, showcases IT entrepreneurs, technology experts, computer science academics, and people with a passion. BDPAI Radio, linking business, education, and technology. The BDPAI Radio Show creates a vibrant communications platform that speaks to all BDPA stakeholders. Hosted by Fran McNeil sponsored by the BDPA Education and Technology Foundation and the Executive Director, Wayne Hicks, produced by Everaldo Gallimore, technical advice by John Melanson. BDPA iRadio broadcasts the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. Join us on blogtalkradio.com backslash BDPA. What do Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, and Mark Zuckerberg have in common? They all learned computer coding before high school. Fun mutation.